we always have a choice of how we want our attitude to be and how we want our actions to be. And the more days that you can check off as a win, your confidence is going to increase. And then it just becomes more automatic. And I think that that goes toward being part of your lifestyle. It's not something that you necessarily have to think about. It just kind of happens. What is up, Fit Farm fam? Welcome to the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast. My name is Dr. Adam Martin. I am a practicing pharmacist, nutrition consultant, author, and lover of living life to the fullest. Each episode on the podcast, I will dispense to you an innovator and expert in the world of healthcare so they can share their story, their struggles, and best practice tips to empower you to nail your nutrition, master your mindset, fit in fitness, and take your level of impact to the next level with simple solutions for how to live with passion and purpose. Thank you for spending your time with me today. Now let's discuss how to dispense your full potential. Change is inevitable because it is allied with time, an irresistible force. We all have areas in our life that we want to change or improve, but sometimes we can feel like it's an all or nothing decision, that if we want this, we can't have any of that. Fitness and pharmacy, for example, are one of those dichotomies that many in our profession feel is not a coexistable relationship, that if you want to be a successful pharmacist, you can kiss your fitness goodbye, or if you're pursuing pharmacy, you can keep your fitness but say goodbye to a successful career. L-O-L. Guys, as you know, that is exactly what the Fit Pharmacist movement is about. It's about really bringing your best self to not just pharmacy, but to your life overall. And that's why I am so excited to introduce you all to today's guest who completely shatters this misconception as she has ranked a top professional in both the fitness and pharmacy arena, Dr. Aria Adami, who is not only a pharmacist, but an IFBB bikini pro. We'll explain how big of a deal that is in just a minute. She graduated from State University of New York at Buffalo School of Pharmacy and Pharmaceutical Sciences in 2005. She works both community pharmacy and hospital pharmacy, is a very adamant fitness competitor, world-class, and is a candidate to become board-certified psychiatric pharmacist. Doctor, doctor, welcome to the Fit Pharmacist podcast. Thank you, Adam. I am very happy to be here, and that was an incredible introduction. You can't see me, but I'm blushing right now because that was very kind and very sweet. And I'm very happy to be on the podcast and share kind of my experiences about how you don't have to make a choice between fitness and pharmacy. Well, thank you so much. And I hope I did you a justice because I mean, we've been talking since I think you said 2016, we both were with Carbon with Dr. Lane Norton back in the day in his supplement company. And that's how we got started. We're like, oh my God, you're a pharmacist. Oh my God, you're a pharmacist. And uh, we just <laughs> yeah. you know, kicked it off, you know, the good old social media days back in 2016. And it's just been such a pleasure to see you shine, which is your Instagram handle. 
And if you guys are not following her yet, she is such a ray of sunshine, just so inspiring because she brings such life energy and just joy to everything she does, whether it's fitness or pharmacy. And she is one of the most passionate individuals that I have met in our profession. So it's really an honor to have you on the show to share that. And as you guys listen, I think you'll be able to clearly hear that radiance and abundance shine through in all that she says. So thank you so much for your time. And I am excited to dive right into this. Are you ready? I am ready, Adam. Thank you. Let's do it. Okay, so I'm going to start off by coming back to a day a year or so ago when you were featured as one of the Fit Pharmacist Friday features. Your journey is incredible. What you do in pharmacy and fitness is just so inspiring. So I want to start off by just reading how you define what being a fit pharmacist is. And you wrote the following. To me, being a fit pharmacist means I am always working toward improving my health and wellness to enable me to better serve my patients. It is not about being perfect. There is no such thing. It is not about overhauling your current lifestyle for a week or a month, only to burn out and revert back to old habits. It's about making small, sustainable changes in our daily lives toward living a healthier lifestyle. I think that is pretty profound. So I want to kind of invite you to share your story about when you got into pharmacy, when you got into fitness as a a pro level competitor, and kind of walk us through how or if those worlds merged and what that balance of pharmacy and fitness looked like in your life and in your career. Okay, that's going to bring us way back. Um, (laughs) I started pharmacy school in 2001, and I wasn't always athletically inclined. Um, I was definitely more of the studious um, academic type. So I started pharmacy school, and, and I was kind of all in on pharmacy school. I graduated in 2005 and like most young professionals started working full time. And as I was working, I mean, we are so motivated and so driven throughout pharmacy school that when you graduate and you get into the working world, you kind of see some of that passion kind of fizzle out, kind of die, Um, you know, life responsibilities, just working long hours living in the quote unquote real world and adulting can kind of get you, kind of bring you down. But that's where I find it to be really important to refocus your passion. Um, Everybody thinks, you know, you go to school, you graduate, then, you know, you're, you're kind of done. You just set up shop and you just work until retirement and then, then you're in the grave. Um, But I don't like to look at it that way because I think that learning and progressing and improving and evolving are all things that have to happen to keep you working optimally, functioning optimally, and and ultimately becoming your best. So as I was getting older and and just working, um, mostly in community pharmacy at that time, I didn't feel as passionate about life. And that was when I was about to turn 30 and I started to read like the bodybuilding, the female bodybuilding magazines, you know, back in the day when people read magazines. (laughs) <laughs> and I was a muscle mag fan. <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah. Robert Kennedy. Now, now everything's online. <laughs> yeah. 
But I started seeing the um, IFBB Bikini Pro. And, you know, I'd always seen bodybuilding females, which I admire and I find incredible, but that wasn't a look that I personally wanted to go for. But when I discovered the IFB Bikini Pro, I was like, wow, you know, that's something I would love to do. And this is coming from a girl that, I mean, I've done group fitness classes at that point. I didn't really know how to weight train. I didn't definitely didn't know anything about nutrition, but I saw that in the magazines and as I said, I was on the way to turning 30. I knew that there were ways that I could improve my health, which in turn would improve how I was as a pharmacist, how I can relate to, to people coming to my pharmacy. And that's when that passion lit, got lit. I just, it really excited me and I was really motivated to become a little healthier. And when I did the Fit Pharmacist feature, I'm pretty sure I also touched on that. I smoked cigarettes for about 10 years, Yep. which I was the only one in pharmacy school that was smoking. And, and all those things kind of came to me and was like, you really need to quit. You know, so to me, I didn't just do, I just didn't become this healthy individual overnight. It's taken time. It's taken little steps that add up into big changes. Quitting smoking was definitely one of the biggest changes that I implemented and then was able to influence those around me, including my mom, to quit. Wow. Um, and it's also something that is a, is a powerful counseling tool when I do meet patients that are also trying to quit. Not to say, you know, go out and do things that be more <laughs> yeah. of a, counsel, a counseling edge, but you know, <laughs> I do have some experience and, I, and it does help me to, you know, become a, a more well-rounded pharmacist. Um, so that's kind of how like a brief introduction to the background and how I kind of got interested in pursuing the passion of fitness you know my pharmacy was it was going well I was working I was enjoying it but I needed I just needed something more to improve myself and that's kind of how the uh, the goal to become an IFBB bikini pro began and that was I want to say 2011 and then I started competing in the NPC which is the amateur division that you start off in before you can compete amongst the IFBB pros. Started competing in the MPC in 2012 um, and did not earn my pro card until 2016 as a master's competitor. So um, I am 38. I am, you know, didn't start competing or, or going to the gym or weight training or learning about nutrition until I was 30. Um, so it's definitely never too late to add on to your skills, to learn something new, to have a new passion, to start something. Um, it's definitely never too late and it'll only improve your life. I love that message so much. And I feel like so many people fall into that trap of, you know, it's too late or I'm too old or, you know, that time has passed or that opportunity is no longer here for me. But you're such a testament that it doesn't matter. Like that's just a number. It's, it's you know, irrelevant. The only limitation that exists is what you choose to accept. So I like I, a lot of people listening to this podcast value health and fitness and striving for that. Um, not too many are in the competition world. Um, so IFBB literally is the top organization, like literally the most elite that you can be competing in, let alone an IFBB pro. So can you just give a little context 
um, about what IFBB is and, and how significant that is in the fitness competition world? Sure. There, um, there are different divisions that you, one can choose to compete in. Um, I have always competed in the NPC as an amateur and now as an IFBB pro. Um, I absolutely love the IFBB. I love the opportunities it's open for me. I love the competitions that they have. Um, I, I wouldn't want to compete in another federation. And a main characteristic of the IFBB, which turns a lot of people toward that division, toward that federation, would be that it is the only federation where you're able to compete at the Olympia, which is like the pinnacle of the bodybuilding arena. Um, you know, Mr. Olympia, everyone recognizes Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Olympia. Um, and then there is also the Arnold, which is held every year in Ohio. And that is another huge bodybuilding competition, like one of the most prestigious ever. So the Arnold and the Olympia are only options if you compete in the IFBB. Um, and they have opened up the IFBB to a lot of international. Um, so that's been gaining popularity and momentum too. I don't know that much about the international forum, um, but I do know that they do have competitions in other countries where you're able to earn your pro card as an IFBB. Um, and the other thing, which is becoming more and more attractive to me as I get older, is that they do offer a lot of platforms for master's competitors and master's competitors can be anywhere. Um, typically I, I believe it's over 35, um, but they'll have over 35, over 40. Um, and that's really, really impressive to see some of these bodybuilders that are, you know, like 60 and older and they're still hitting a stage and they still look amazing. Yes. I mean, I have seen some, some female bikini competitors and they're like, yeah, they're 50 and over. They're masters. And and it my jaw dropped because I hate to say it, but they put some 20-year-olds to shame. <laughs> <laughs> so and that's just to me, you know, as 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 I do get older, because that is something that is is it's inevitable. You know, like you said, age is just a number, but there are multiple forums for me to continue um competing. Um you know, as I get older. And that's definitely something that I've noticed more. Um, I have heard that they did a master's Olympia, which I think would be awesome. And I am all for, um, so that that's just kind of the, the projection of where the IFBB is going. And, and they do listen to what the popular opinion is and, and they they'll create new divisions. They've came out with a, a wellness division and the classic men's physique division. So, they do kind of change with the times and they, and they want people to be involved in it. They want to keep having a platform for us, crazy competitive athletic uh, athletes to, to showcase our hard work. So I, I really appreciate what they do. That is so phenomenal. And I, I just really want to acknowledge you for seeing that dream and recognizing this as something that you wanted and you strove for that. And it didn't just like, you know, you worked for six months competed and ta-da, it was, like you said, a very arduous process of not getting your pro card or not winning your class. And then you do you best physique you've ever brought and not getting the placement that you wanted. So you were persistent and kept after it, kept after it because you had such a clear vision. So taking that rejection or taking that 
you know, coming in with an expectation that, you know, you, you earned this, but it still wasn't there. You pursued and you persisted. And that's just so amazing and extraordinary that I just want to acknowledge you for that because it's really inspiring. Thank you. I think there's a lot of parallels between an academic goal, you know, such as graduating from pharmacy school um, and then pursuing, you know, whether you want to keep going and you and you pursue additional training or certification programs and fitness. I mean, nothing that the pinnacle of achieving that goal is amazing and feels awesome, but so much of it is the journey to it. Yes. There's so much in that, that you can't forget that that is such a big part of it. You know, just like I didn't become a farm D overnight that took years. Um, as same thing as an IFBB pro, I didn't just take, do one show. And then the next day I was a pro. It took years of work, of consistency, of dedication, of failure, um, picking yourself back, back up when you do fail and not letting that be the end of the world. Um, doubts, you know, like all those things go into it and they make that when you finally do achieve that so much more rewarding than if it were to just happen overnight. So I, I do think people need to realize that I know in, in, in our society, we're so used to things just being on demand and it they just, you don't have to put too, too much toward it, but there definitely is a lot of reward for the journey or as I like to say, the adventure <laughs> toward achieving it. something. I love it. I love, that. <laughs> I love that mindset so much. So I want to actually ask you potentially deep questions um, sure. with your journey and how you said that, you know, you're, you're the only person smoking in your pharmacy class and then you smoked for about 10 years and realized you needed to make a shift. When you made that change, when you really invested and made your own health a priority, you mentioned that you inspired and were then able to help your mom quit as well. And you're able to connect and resonate and, and really bond with patients going through that, that same struggle and journey. Now, my question is, once you started making your health a priority and investing in yourself and really making that a focus in your daily life, both personal and professional, what kind of changes in your confidence, in your work performance, did you notice in the professional area of your life, specifically f practicing as a pharmacist? I think it, it kind of raises the bar for mm -hmm. everything. It raises the bar for your expectations of yourself. It raises the bar for your confidence. It raises the bar for your learning. Um, I, I don't believe that there's a person on this earth that knows everything. I think that we can all learn something. I think that we can all improve. We can all realize that, you know, this, this might not be my forte. This might not be my strength, but that doesn't mean that it always has to stay a weakness. Um, personally, I can say that we do tend to work longer hours in the medical field and healthcare. Um, and when your physical fitness or your nutrition isn't, as optimal as it could be, that can definitely impact how you feel. And if you have a very long day and there's a lot of stress and you find yourself eating foods that don't fuel you and help you to work and think and act 
as optimal as you can, unfortunately, your, your, your patient care is going to suffer. Your working with your colleagues is going to take a hit. Um, whereas if you can just make small tweaks to that, you know, maybe you don't eat something that's full of sugar, but maybe you eat something that's more of a complex carb to keep your brain functioning. And, you know, for, for your long 12 hour, you know, or longer shift, you know, those small things can make a huge difference. And I think that that's where we as pharmacists, we have to kind of start with ourselves. And then when you start with yourself, you can kind of branch out and help those around you better. Absolutely. So much truth to that. And this is something that I think new grads especially need to hear because just like you said, in pharmacy school, we're super driven. We have focused goals. We're going hard for, you know, getting that farm D mm -hmm. for making those connections. Um, maybe you want to pursue a residency or whatnot. So when you graduate, you want to do the best job you can. You want to be the best pharmacist possible. But the, the ironic part is if you put all your energy and focus, taking it away from other areas of your life towards that one thing, it actually will be a disservice to you because you're neglecting your self-care. So the trick is, if you want to really advance your professional life, you need to invest in your personal life because by doing that, you're going to fuel your confidence. You're going to fuel your capacity to work long hours, to deal with stress, uh, to bounce back from unexpected or hurtful situations because you've been doing the work, quote, when it doesn't matter, when things are going all great, so that when the storms of life do come, you've been preparing for that all along by investing in yourself. Absolutely. I think stress management and coping mechanisms are huge and they're often overlooked, especially when you don't know how to handle it. You don't know how to, what's going to help you to relieve stress. And that's unfortunately where you see a lot of people turning toward overeating. Some people even undereat. Um, you know, smoking, drinking, the, and all those things, you know, they, they're unfortunately more detrimental than they'll ever help. Um, and that's where I think that if you can kind of work more on your mental wellness, your physical fitness, your nutrition, and it doesn't have to be, like I said, a huge overhaul, you know, small little changes will help. And then when you've got that down, then you can add something else onto it. Um, I was kind of talking to a, another young pharmacist and I noticed that like one of my goals is that I like to try and be active and get 12,000 steps per day. I wear a Fitbit, so it tracks it for me. Me and, too. You know, her <laughs> They're awesome. Yeah, her I love it. question was like, how do you do that when, you know, you're working a long day? And, you know, I said to her, I, I get up early enough that I walk my dog. And if I have to get home from work and it's been a long day, I still take them for even a 10 minute, 15 minute walk that adds steps. You know, if I, if I can, whether you're in the uh, retail community arena or you're in a hospital area, you know, I know your break time is limited, but to me, it's, it's a lot more of a break to take a quick walk, you know, even around the building, um, in the store, even up and down the aisles, just say, I'm, you know, I'm going to go for five minutes. I'll be right back. You know, you're not leaving the, 
the property because I know a lot of pharmacists are not able to actually leave. But, you know, just to kind of get a quick break to get the blood flowing, get your mind moving again and not be staring at the computer, that's a huge help. And and maybe it's not always possible, but those little things to help with a long stressful day as a good stress relief to me is a lot better than going out and grabbing, you know, a bag of cookies or that quick sugar fix, which you think is going to help, but then you're going to have that sugar crash later. Whereas a quick walk or, you know, even just if you meditate, you know, just finding that coping mechanism to better manage your day and have better capacity to work with everyone and speak with your patients and get the job done in a better frame of mind, I think is huge. I love that. And that's why fitness has been such a huge part of my life is that's been my main coping mechanism and stress reducer. It's, it's fun too, because I'm, you know, growing goals. Like I'm a competitive bodybuilder and uh, I've I've really gotten into squats and deadlifts. So just looking at that, (laughs) whether it's, uh, you know, if you guys follow my stories on Instagram, you know, that's what I'm about. (laughs) Um, seeing that progress. So not only is it great in the moment, but you can also turn it into goals and there's so many amazing lessons from fitness that apply to life. Um, I write about this a lot, but there's just so much value in it too. Uh, plus, you, I mean, for the Fitbit thing, I do step challenges through Fitbit with okay. a lot of pharmacists and pharmacy students. And we, you know, when, whenever you get that, that, that buzz where it hits 10K, it's like, woohoo, it's like another goal accomplished. Yep. And you weren't like, quote unquote, focused on it. So it's just an added benefit to your day. So you, you get that accomplishment. You feel like you got, you know, you hit that goal. Plus you're working towards fitness. So it's like, how can you integrate these things so that it's less separate and more integrated into life so that it becomes a lifestyle? And I think that's a great way to start and get those things moving so that you can make progress in fitness, which will translate to progress in pharmacy because it comes down to the confidence and all the personal growth that you're doing in that process. So I think that's a great strategy that you have. Uh, and, and I approve a hundred percent cause I do it myself. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I, I don't, I honestly don't think that you can have your optimal mental capacity without fitness being part of it. I just think that the physical and the mental have to go together. I mean, maybe they're not going to be, hundred percent on each end, but I do think you need both. And it it definitely, it helps with confidence. I mean, even just achieving a goal, you know, like I set the goal for the steps and the one, the one uh, day this week, I had a very, very long community pharmacy shift. Um, My relief pharmacist did not show up. That never happens. That never happens. (laughs) Some kind of scheduling issue. And, you know, like I I left and, and then and it was supposed to be a training day. And part of me was just like, no, just don't go, just go and lay in your bed. And I was like, "Mm, but that kind of attitude does not make me feel confident or that I've achieved my goals. So I chose to go to the little apartment gym that I could walk to, you know, instead of getting back in the car and driving to the gym. So maybe I didn't do my training as I had entirely planned, but I still did something. And to me that I can go to bed feeling I did an awesome job at work. I got my train, my physical training in and I stuck with my nutrition, you know, which is all things that I have to plan and take time for, but it does get easier as you do it. Um, and, and now I can go to bed and, and feel confident and satisfied that I won that day. 
you know, I, we always have a choice of how we want our attitude to be and how we want our actions to be. And the more days that you can check off as a win, your confidence is going to increase. And then it just becomes more automatic. And I think that that goes toward being part of your lifestyle. It's not something that you necessarily have to think about. It just kind of happens. Absolutely. And I love how you said that, win the day. And uh, that reminded me of a, uh, a mutual fan that we both our, have. Our guy. <laughs> yeah, Andy Frisella. Yeah, he's, man. Yeah. Oh, man, he's had profound impacts in my life. But yeah, that's, that's the concept is, you know, make your power list, your five things that will move the needle. They'll get you closer to your goal. Not, not yep. 20 things, not 30 things, five, five period that will move that needle. And if you win that list and you check that off by 11 a.m., you can go screw around the rest of the day because you have your yes, wins done. Yes. It's not trying to pack yes. so much in in a day that, you know, at the end of the day, your list is longer than when it started, even though you got those things done. It's how can you create that momentum consistently? And that concept is so huge in fitness and in pharmacy. It's like, oh, I need to be a CDE and a BCPS and da-da-da-da-da. And then, oh, in fitness, I have to win the world title and I have to do it all by next week. And what happens? Yeah. Yeah. We get overwhelmed and our confidence goes down. And then we get into this like self-deprivation inner talk that's just not helpful. So when you focus on, just like you just said, and that's why I wanted to highlight this, when you focus on the wins that you've done that day, that really helps to stack your mindset of, wow, if I can do those things today, Imagine what I can do tomorrow. And that just keeps adding and growing and building. And before you know it, you graduated pharmacy school, or you've got a great fulfilling career, or you're an IFBB bikini pro. Not me though. I, I can't do bikini. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all wouldn't like that. <laughs> but, but yes, Adam, just like you said, it's a progression. A, pro a progression. You just keep the more confidence you build by accomplishing things that you set to accomplish, then you can do more and, and you're not overwhelming yourself with, you know, ruling the world overnight or doing 50,000 tasks that you are considering to be critical tasks. No, you're, you're focused and you're disciplined and consistent. And then that adds up and then you can add more things onto it. Like I've been working in a psychiatric hospital now for five years and just recently realized that that made me eligible to sit for the board certified psychiatric pharmacist. So I'm going to be doing that exam in a couple of months. Um, and that was not something that I ever really planned on doing. I just kind of, I mean, I've been at my psych hospital now that I'm eligible to sit for that exam. So why not go for it? You know, like I've been out of school for 14 years, it'll be 15 years, but it doesn't mean that that's it that, you know, I graduate, I get that farm, farm D degree, and then my pharmacy pursuits are done. There's always more to it. There's definitely always more to it. And that's part of why I love pharmacy is it's an ever evolving profession. Just look in a day, how many things happen? Like there's recalls and lawsuits and new drugs, and new generics and the all in one day. So there's so much change and opportunity for innovation for, for all the things that are going on, especially today with integrating technology with pharmacy and how the whole community yep. pharmacy model is changing. It's, it's actively changing. Yep. So it, it's very exciting. Is there anything more frustrating than not loving your lifestyle? 
living day to day feeling completely exhausted, being overweight, and totally stressed out all the time, if this sounds like you, you are not alone. The food industry is in business to supersize their wallet and in turn, your waistline. The fitness industry is riddled with MLM schemes and Google degree coaches selling cookie cutter plans that promise to get you fit, but in reality, don't work for Why does being healthy have to be such a double-edged sword? You should be able to both love your lifestyle and feel healthy instead of feeling like you have to suffer in order to succeed or starve to death to lose those last few pounds. If you would like to live a guilt-free lifestyle that you actually enjoy, I've got you covered. The Fit Pharmacist community has a special coaching program, Fit Farm Fam, where we offer no contract coaching and more importantly, a supportive community from people who actually practice what we preach. We've successfully lost weight and kept it off consistently, as well as transformed ourselves from scrawny to swole. If you want to legitimately do the same, we are in the business of making your birthday suit the best you've ever been in. And together, our coaches have done it for over 10 years. Click the link below in the show notes so that you can get started to apply for this exclusive group. Do not wait because you are worth it. Let's get this party started by getting ready to dispense your full potential. P.S. Carbs are included. Going back to what you said, being eligible with working at your psych hospital for five years and going for certification, you go, girl. Like, that's, that's amazing. <laughs> Good for you. Like, that's, you. that's fantastic. You. So it's really inspiring to see someone like yourself who has achieved so much, and it's not that they don't feel they're enough or anything like that, but they know they have more to give, and they're committed to fulfilling their full potential and dispensing that to the people important in their lives because it's just in your nature. And in that process, you're going to grow as a person. You're going to really evolve and create things that you didn't once think possible maybe. And in that process, you're going to inspire others to think, wait, maybe maybe I can do something like that too, which is exactly what you've been doing and why I wanted to get you on this podcast because you're such a ray of sunshine. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I have to say that, I mean, there's so much more to life than just, you know, one thing and then you're done. There's always things to challenge. There's always things to learn. And then you inspire those around you that, hey, you know, look, look what they're doing. I mean, like seeing how you've grown on Instagram has been amazing, my friend. Like, uh, just simply amazing. The, The posts, the content, you know, all, even the book that you wrote, all the little things that are helping us pharmacists integrate fitness and, and know that it doesn't have to be two separate things. Um, and you are so, such a people's person and such an extrovert. And your Instagram is truly inspiring too. Just seeing how it's grown over the, what has it been, three years? Like, that's been awesome. So, I mean, I know you're going to keep inspiring and, and I love the features and the podcasts and there's just, like you said, there's so much more to do. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I, I appreciate that. That means a lot coming from you, someone that's such high level. And it, it's been such an honor to, to know you through these years. And it, that's why I say, guys, like social media is such a great tool, not to make that your reality, but use that 
to start talking with people. And then you never know, you might meet them in person or have them on a podcast. You never know. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. There's definitely a lot of good in the social media world. You just have to find it through, you know, the not so good things, but that's, you know, why I like following you and hopefully we can um, do some more podcasts in the future and, you know, integrate more pharmacy and fitness because I do think that they do go together. Um, absolutely. They, they empower each other. It's um, a, definitely what I call a symbiotic relationship. So like when you, when you feel both, they both prosper. And when you, it, it's just such a, a great mindset to have. And it, it's so cool, this community, what it's turned into it. It's beyond anything I even thought of. So I don't want y'all to think that I had this all planned out and like, you know, I'm, I'm crushing it and I had this plan that's working. No, like this all just evolved unexpectedly. And it's really inspiring to see how many people, both pharmacy students and pharmacists, are empowered and living great lives and just doing so much for their patients and their colleagues because they prioritize fitness. It's, it's like an idea that, that makes sense, but when you see it and you see how many thousands of people in this community practice what they preach and do this, they're not only enriching their own lives, but inspiring others to do the same. And that's exactly what you're doing. And speaking of Instagram, yours is quite nice too, my friend. (laughs) I mean, you've been crushing it long before I got in the game. (laughs) So I really, really would urge you who are listening to connect with this guest because she is so phenomenal. So can you please share with the listeners where you're most active on social and how they can best connect with you? Sure. I am most active on my Instagram which is Aria Shine. It's just A-R-I-A-S-H-I-N-E. Um, I do share things to a um, IFBB Facebook page, and that's just, I think it's IFBB Bikini Pro Aria Atomy. Um, but I don't typically go on there. I'm, I'm usually more on, on Instagram. Um, and that's probably the best way to reach out to me. Um, you know, I do try to show a little bit more of how how the lifestyle works, you know, like a lot of it is planning and just kind of knowing your schedule and and sometimes being prepared for the unexpected. Um, Sometimes there's late nights, sometimes there's early mornings. Um, But like I said, like the fitness, it just goes with the mental. Like, I don't think that you can have both. And I can definitely say that being fit and being active in the gym has become a great stress reliever. I'm not powerlifting quite like you are, my friend, but at one point I was, and um, it, it's just, it's made me a better, well-rounded person. It's made me a happier person, and it has definitely improved my pharmacist capabilities and, um, you know, hopefully inspiring some new pharmacists that there's more to life than, you know, you go to school, you work hard, you have all the passion in the world, and then you graduate, and then you're just resigned to working 40 hours a week. At a job, you know, maybe you like it, maybe you don't like it. You get a paycheck, so you feel fulfilled, but you don't really feel entirely fulfilled. There's definitely more to life to it. Um, you just have to find your niche and, and find where your passion goes. You know, like you said earlier in the podcast, we put so much into graduation and, you know, possibly doing a residency or a fellowship that we're passionate driven people. You can't let 
the mundane tasks of everyday life or just getting older or responsibility, take away that passion. You know, maybe it isn't your schooling anymore, but there's definitely somewhere else that you can funnel that passion through and be living a really fulfilling life. And if it's not fitness and pharmacy, you know, maybe it's some other aspect of pharmacy or part of health or counseling. Um, but I hope that the listeners that are listening to this podcast realize that there's, you know, like I never thought I'd be an athlete. I was not an athletic high schooler, college student or anything like that. Like I said, I didn't get into competitive bodybuilding until I was in my thirties. So there's, it's just never too late to find something else. Um, and you know, who knows where I'll be in the next 10 years, you know, you never know, but there's definitely more to life. So I, I hope that this reaches someone that can kind of convince them of that. Such an important message. Find what fuels you and pursue it relentlessly. Your mm -hmm. story is so inspiring and without a doubt, I'm sure that you reached at least one person. Guys, girls, if whoever's listening <laughs> to this, yeah, whoever's listening to this podcast, if if this message resonated with you, if Aria inspired you, if she touched a, a key with you that really got you thinking to pursue more, to really find what really fuels you, please send her a message. Please send me a message. Let us know. We're trying to get this movement out there to the profession. So please do that. We really appreciate your support, sharing an episode, sharing the podcast, posting on Instagram, tag us in your stories that you listen to this. We want to hear your feedback. We want to connect with you. And if you have questions, we'd love to help you through that process. Um, that's something that I've been doing for several years and I know Aria does as well uh, on Instagram. So if you're listening to this episode, please share it on your Instagram on your Instagram stories, tag us so that we can connect with you. We really appreciate your support. Thank you, Dr. Aria, for your time, for sharing all of the, you've learned your journey, both in fitness and in pharmacy, and for the amazing future that you're creating for yourself. And thank you, Adam. I had a great time. Dr. Adam, I had a great time on the podcast. And um, hopefully we will do this again and reach some more fit pharmacists out there. Amen to that. Guys, this is Dr. Adam Martin with the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast, signing off with the Dr. Aria Adame, PharmD, IFBB, Bikini Pro. Guys, have an amazing rest of your day. Go forth, be great, and dispense your full potential. All right, Fit Farm fam, until next time, I am out of here. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the show. If you are new to the podcast, thank you so much for tuning in. Your time is invaluable, and I sincerely appreciate you sharing it here. Most importantly, hit that subscribe button so you get a fresh new podcast episode every single week. Also, please leave a rating and review for the show. I sincerely hope that you got at least one golden nugget of knowledge from this episode. If you did, please share this with one person who you can help dispense their full potential. That is how this community will grow organically. I don't ask for anything in return, so thank you for your action of support. 